from B Media Production. This is Business Essentials, practical advice and ideas to grow your business. Litigation, I liken to a conveyor belt. And when you hop onto that conveyor belt, it just heads in the one direction. And when the other party doesn't comply with rules of the court, the conveyor belt just stops. That's mediation expert, Alison Shaw. Welcome to episode 29 of Business Essentials Podcast, brought to you with the support of chartered accountants and business advisors Cummings Flavor McCormack. I'm Peter Letts. You're in a nasty business dispute. It's going nowhere, and you're starting to think that court's the only answer. But wait, have you considered the alternatives? Mediation's an option worth looking at, says Alison Shaw of Shaw Mediation Australia, a business that's grown from its Adelaide base four years ago to a team of 30 highly qualified mediators around Australia. Alison's a lawyer who spent many years in practice as a negotiator and litigator before discovering her true interest in mediation. Its benefits, she says, include convenience, privacy, reputational discretion and the ability of each party to influence the outcomes. And it's cost-effective. Now there's a blessing. Alison takes Heather Dawson through the mediation process, starting with its future focus. But what does that mean? Future focus means that we're not looking at the past, we're not blaming people, we're not having to produce evidence to prove what has happened. It's all about acknowledging where we're at today and what are the range of possible options that are available to resolve the dispute. Can all disputes be mediated successfully? In my view, apart from criminal matters, which obviously can't be mediated, all types of disputes can be resolved by way of mediation. Mediation is just another pathway that some people can choose to go down to resolve their dispute. So is it usually about money or are all sorts of factors at play when people come to you for mediation? If it's about money, that is only their positional base and their mindset at the time. However, it's never just about the money. There are a whole range of interests at stake and this is where mediation offers the opportunity to meet the interests of the parties, not just with legal remedies and money. For example, reputation or privacy and confidentiality are interests that people have that are very valuable and can't necessarily have a tangible value. Also, the stress of the dispute personally for the managing director or whoever's involved in the dispute, but also the stress that it has on the business overall because everybody knows about it within the organisation and people feel like they're walking on eggshells around topics from time to time. Uh, But mediation can also help people and businesses preserve relationships with ongoing suppliers and contractors. And those types of interests need to be brought into account and considered for people to make an informed decision about how they want to resolve their dispute and what outcomes they're willing to accept. And I imagine some people will enter the mediation process because they're fearful of how much a court case is going to cost. Understandably. Litigation, I liken to a conveyor belt. And when you hop onto that conveyor belt, it just heads in the one direction. 
and clients have no ability to speed up the conveyor belt. They can't change the direction of the conveyor belt. They can't jump over the person in front of them. They just have to wait their turn. And when the other party doesn't comply with rules of the court, the conveyor belt just stops and it doesn't start again until everybody has complied with the rules and the orders and directions that have been made by the court. And every time there is a court event or a document has to be provided or produced, then there's a spike in legal fees. So even if there's a perfectly excellent judge at the end of that conveyor belt, the process that gets them there is very expensive. By comparison, mediation is not so involved in that way. And it is worked out and designed, if you like, with the mediator and is nowhere near as complicated. So what are the most likely cases to come to you, Alison, from the business world? I often see a lot of landlord-tenant type disputes over either making good at the end of a lease or with just the negotiations around the renewal of a lease. Also, a lot of workplace-type disputes um, where there are co-workers not talking, there's a difficulty between a subordinate and a line manager, or even a return-to-work arrangement after somebody's been injured in the workplace. Apart from those types of matters, there's also a lot of just uh, franchise-type disputes where there's a disagreement between the franchisor and franchisee and any contract, really, and debts, bad debts that need to be recovered that people just bury their head about and they don't want to know about and then they have to be dealt with. So I see a whole variety of commercial disputes. How do you convince both sides to come to the table, for example, if uh, one side is hostile to the idea of um, mediation and would rather take his or her chances in court? It's not uncommon that one party is hostile to mediation and usually it's because they're not confident in mediation, either because they've never experienced what mediation looks like and feels like and they feel more comfortable with having a lawyer and going to court because it's a more known process. So as more and more people become more familiar with their dispute resolution options, then I suspect that there will be less resistance to mediation in the first place. But when we speak with the other side, usually party B, about mediation and their resistance, we are able to often reassure them that we are independent, that we're not representing party A, that we're not on anyone's side, and that we're also not a decision maker. We're not a judge. What we do is provide the process and the opportunity to empower them to come up with the options and the solutions and the decisions for themselves. Do you have fisticuffs ever? Uh, Not fisticuffs. It's not uncommon for the joint session to get really intense and people will start to raise their voices and people uh, start to let their behaviour and uh, language slip. But the role of the mediator is to level the playing field and to keep a safe and respectful environment. And so if those ground rules have been set, the mediator can make everyone adhere 
adhere to their commitment to that sort of behaviour. Now, court cases, as you've already alluded to, can be long and drawn out. So how quickly can the mediation process reach a conclusion? Mediation can be resolved within three weeks or three months. It's very rare that it needs to go beyond that because it is a process that has a beginning, a middle and an end. And it is a matter of the mediator having a planning or preparation consultation with each of the parties, having at least a conversation with their lawyers if they're legally represented, and uh, then arranging for everybody to get together for the joint session of the mediation. We don't tend to proceed to the joint session of the mediation until everybody has all of the information and documentation that they want and need to be in a position to make an informed decision. That doesn't mean full discovery, as the court would oblige and require, just means the information and documentation that they need. It would be idealistic, I guess, wouldn't it, to hope that both sides would come out of the process equally happy? I think that in commercial matters, it is far more likely that both sides will come out of a mediation happy than after litigation. The reason for that is because the people themselves are making their own decisions about how they want to fix the problem. They're not having it imposed upon them by a judge or a third party. And they've taken responsibility for the situation and are moving forward themselves together. And they mightn't like the outcome that they've had to agree, but it's more likely to be binding and lasting because they have been the ones to decide themselves. So what would you say to business people listening to you now, Alison, who who may be entangled in a, a dispute and where court seems like the only way out? I would recommend that they ask their lawyer about their dispute resolution options. Just ask, what options do I have about how I might resolve this dispute? Court is one option, but there is mediation, there is arbitration, there are other forms of dispute resolution available to business people that will give them control of the process and the outcome. It can be done after hours, the meetings can be arranged at times that are convenient to the business and it's not about expecting a business person to turn up to a court before a judge at a particular date and time. It's a flexible process and can be designed around the business people. So they need to be aware of what their options are and then they need to ask about how those options will look and feel for them so that they can decide not just on the outcome but how they want to resolve their disputes. Alison Shaw, Shaw Mediation Australia. And that ends Business Essentials Podcast, proudly brought to you with the support of Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors Cummings Flavor McCormack. So you don't miss out on future episodes, why not subscribe? And if you found this valuable, we'd love you to leave a review. For further information about us, or if you'd like to listen to more interviews like this one, visit businessessentials.com.au. We hope you've enjoyed Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Letts. Thanks for listening. This Business Essentials podcast has been produced by B Media Production, building engagement and adding value through quality audio communication. Music